Welcome to the Genie Podcast. I'm Grant Bruner, and with me today is Thomas McKenty. How are you, Thomas? I'm doing great, Grant. Having a great day, but it's a little bit too warm, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just getting it's just getting worse, though. The, the weather's been pretty insane. But today, let's talk about family reunions and how they relate to genealogy and doing your research. And it's, it's a really important aspect. I think that we can learn a lot by asking some very simple questions. So we'll start off with family reunion. <laughs> how can you get started organizing one for your family? You know, family reunions, uh, they're very unique. Everyone is unique, just like families themselves are unique. They come in all shapes and sizes and formats. Uh, you'd be surprised at some of the ways that people are hosting uh, family reunions, and I'll get into that in a minute. For most families, a family reunion is held on an annual basis, and the summertime and the hot weather here in the U.S. is the perfect time, usually when most family reunions take place. The family mem- members get together. They share a meal. They share activities. They reminisce. They talk about family history. Now, for some families, annual reunion is the only time that members get to see each other. Uh, some of the family members travel from across the country or all over the world to attend, and they share their stories and family history. So if your family has never had a reunion before, or maybe it's been a long time since they've had one, here are some ideas on how you can get started. You really have to start planning as soon as possible. Uh, you know, public picnic areas, I know here in Chicago it's difficult. People have to put in their bids sometime in the winter for the following summer. Uh, so picnic areas, meeting areas, they you have to reserve them early sometimes, and they're on a first-come, first-served basis. Then there are also more elaborate reunions. Some people are doing them on cruise ships. They're doing them at vacation resorts or uh, amusement parks where you have to plan ahead of time and make arrangements maybe for a group rate and a group discount. So once you've got that going, then just like setting up a genealogy society, It helps if you create a board of directors for the family reunion, for those people that are going to manage certain areas of the family reunion, have committees, have chair people, uh, one for food, uh, one for activities, one maybe to select the location, uh, one for T-shirts. That's a popular item with family reunions. Who's going to do the family history? Make sure you parcel out all the activities so you're not doing all the work. Next is try to determine who is going to attend. Also, you want to start proposing ideas to this group to see if folks are really interested. Unfortunately, some families, they just don't want to have a family reunion. Don't put all this work into it unless you get a buy-in from people, especially if you're ordering things like T-shirts or having family history books made. No one wants to sit around in a picnic area and being the only one or two or three people with all these items and no family showing up. Usually in January, I send out a save-the-date card before the family reunion happens in the summer because people tend to, you know, schedule vacations. Uh, They have weddings coming up and things like that. You need to get that date out in front of them. They'll usually put that card up on their refrigerator to remind them. Then create invitations. Invitations should have information on the location, should have directions, maybe from Google Maps or Bing, uh, hotel accommodations or people they can stay with, ride sharing. Uh, also mention whether there's an admission fee uh, or if they need to bring a covered dish. Make it as clear as possible because you want to minimize the emails and the phone calls that come back to you as the organizer. 
then, to me, is the fun part. You start creating fun activities for kids and adults. But remember, my rule is don't pack the day so full with stuff that people don't have time to sit and talk and reminisce. You want that time. That's really where the magic moments are. And then after the reunion's done, you evaluate what worked, what didn't work, and get started to plan the next year's event. That's good, and that's when you're planning in advance. But for people who want to get started now, you know, in the U.S., half the summer's over. Is it too late for somebody to get started this year? It's not too late, no. Many times uh, you start small, especially if you've never done a family reunion before. You can start simple. You can start with maybe a core local group of family members. Uh, so, you know, you want to make sure that the idea catches on. So I would say it's never too late. Uh, reunion is simple as holding a cookout or a picnic at someone's home and asking others to bring food items. That would be the perfect time to say, hey, let's make this an annual event. A reunion can also mean agreeing to meet up at an amusement park or some other attraction. Everyone pays their own way. And then maybe you bring food and you use the uh, amusement park's picnic area. So the one thing that I like to say is that our ancestors made no small plans when it came to their own lives and legacies. But with family reunions, it's better to start small. And then you'd really be surprised how quickly the family reunions can grow year after year. Yeah, but some families, <laughs> they, don't, they don't get along so well. They're like the Hatfields and the McCoys, you know, rather than the Cleavers. You know, how do you go about dealing with that when you're trying to organize a family reunion? Well, you have to understand that families are families. People are going to be the way they're going to be. And as my mother used to say, it is what it is. So first, lay some ground rules. Make it clear what is tolerated, what is not tolerated. If your family has a problem with alcohol abuse, say no alcohol. You know, uh, no fireworks. If uh, people, some people get upset about that, uh, declare the family reunion a safe space, a sacred ground. Spend time with each other and discuss family history. And also, as the organizer, don't get caught up in answering questions such as, well, will so-and-so be there? Because if they are, I'm not going to show up. Just simply say, you're invited to the family reunion, we'd love to see you, and leave it in their court. Let them make the decision as to whether they're going to go or not. It's probably for the best to just um, to keep it as simple as possible. <laughs> so how can, how can I gather my family history and, and get some genealogical information from the members of the family who are there at the reunion? Well, if you have several weeks or months before the reunion, Start contacting each family group, and I mean each family unit, you know, the head of the family, the kids, uh, and let them know that you're gathering information to be sure that it's reading and make it very clear what the information is for. Now, if you've got family members who have computer skills uh, and Internet access, consider getting them onto sites like Genie where they can enter their own information. That takes the burden off of you as the organizer and the family historian. You have enough to worry about with the reunion. And then also when it gets sent to you, it may get entered incorrectly. It's always nice to come from the source. So, And that the benefit is it also gets them to use Genie, and they can collaborate in the future. Now, for those without computer skills, I would try maybe a phone interview, uh, a letter requesting basic information, the same type of information you would use if you're completing a family group sheet. And in the uh, show notes, we have a link to Family Search, uh, the research wiki has a really nice family group record that you can just print out and send. And also, don't forget, collect photos and other memorabilia as well. And always ask permission to use the photos, 
scan them and upload them and, and load them on your Genie page and then include them in the records. Uh, the photos are the important part that really help family history come alive, and it they're nice to share during the reunion. How can I take my genealogical research and share it with share it during the actual reunion itself? You know, in a way that people who aren't interested in genealogy will be more interested in. There are a lot of ways, and and it's nice to have all your information uploaded at Genie, uh, collaborative sites like Genie, because there's so many options now. I just uh, was toying around with it, and I realized I could take my family tree and embed it into a blog or a website and either print out pages, or if you're lucky enough to be at a site where you have Internet access and maybe an iPad or a netbook, you can actually pull up the blog right then and there. Also, don't forget to create a poster using the tree poster feature in Genie. It really makes a nice display during the family reunion. Uh, What I tend to do with any display I also keep plenty of index cards, post-its, thumbtacks, pencils on hand so people can make corrections. They pin them right up. Uh, you know, they add their own stories and personal information. So also, if time permits, if you have enough time, consider creating books or booklets with family stories, photos, and family trees. It does take more time, but you can have the books ready to be ordered online and then bring the copies uh, to the reunion or actually sell them at the reunion. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. And, and with great tools like uh, Progeny Genealogy, um, you can just use your Genie credentials and actually just spit out a book with all the information that you've already done. So uh, there's great ways of getting that done that are quite simple and quite easy for people who uh, actually use Genie. So for Genie users specifically, you know, how can you use Genie to not only just plan but the reunion, but, you know, actually share the research that you've done for genealogy? Well, we've mentioned a few things already, but there are also many ways to use Genie, uh, inviting family members to start adding their family history info, and you do that months or weeks before the reunion, but you also print out the family trees, like we said, with the print tree poster function. One thing I want uh, people to understand is don't forget the projects function. That's at genie.com forward slash projects. Many families have already started family reunion projects. I did a search yesterday, and it was really uh, it was encouraging to see that people were thinking outside the box and say, hey, this is a neat feature. I can use it on Genie to organize information and, and stay in touch and plan the event. Also, along that same line, is Genie has discussions at genie.com forward slash discussions. And the nice thing is discussions are not always public. You can restrict those to just family members. This is where you can say, okay, these are the locations. We have these three locations. Please pick one. Uh, we need to know what coverage dish you're going to bring, et cetera. So the discussions feature is another uh, good way of leveraging the power of Genie to help you with your family reunion. Absolutely. So that's some great information for those of you who are interested in getting into family reunions. So let's learn a little bit more about you, Thomas. Where can people find you on the Internet? Well, I'm back from Nebraska, and it was hot, hot, hot there. It was about 115 with the heat index over the weekend. Uh, But I am going to be on the radio tonight. Uh, Jane Wilcox runs a show called Your Ancestors Want Their Stories to Be Told. It is on blogtalkradio.com. And just search for Jane Wilcox, W-I-L-C-O-X. And uh, I'll be discussing my genealogy journey, uh, how I got involved, how I've made it a career, and also more about social media and how it has changed the landscape of the genealogy field. 
And then don't forget, along the same line of family reunions, we've got a great show coming up Friday night, uh, July 22nd at Genia Bloggers Radio. Our focus is on family reunions and genealogy. It's a show called Until We Meet Again. And we've got guests, just great guests. One of them is Edith Wagner. She's the founder and publisher and editor of Reunions Magazine at reunions.com, reunionsmag.com. Marilyn Stewart, who a lot of people know as Aunt Mo, and she runs a site called Family Reunion Helper. And then Lorene McGinnis-Schultz of Olive Tree Genealogy. She's going to discuss a lot of the games that she's come up for kids. So if you need ideas for family reunions, tune in to Genia Bloggers Radio this uh, Friday night. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time, Thomas. So, for the Genie Podcast, thanks for listening, and have a good one. 